You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't know why the spelling always has to be so accurate in my dreams, too. It's you do weird. have it, like, very particular. It's like a weird nuance to the dream where every time... Every time there's a name that's either given to me or to somebody else, and, and I get a lot of names, by the way, um, it's got to be like really spelled out. But this one, this was a really particular one. I don't know what's going on with my Is head. Is it the most specific name that you think you've yes, received? absolutely. Did you receive it, or was this something that you knew that you were? I was told that was my name, okay. and I have no idea where it comes from, <laughs> and it's such a strange thing. I don't know whether I, I'm a star pilot or a porn star, but anyway, we'll get to that here in a minute. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and if you listen, it is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We've got a lot of things that we're going to get to today. I do want to say this. We've got a special, two special guests, I believe, that will be joining us. Not one, but two. Not one, but two guests for your listening pleasure. Uh, Jessa Reed is back in town, and we love Jessa and Christina VK. It's going to be joining here because there is a show tomorrow night at the Funhouse Lounge, so they're going to be talking about that here in just a little bit. So it's it's going to be awesome. They'll be joining us very shortly on Fun Employment Radio. I also do want to remind everybody that if you're going to be taking care of any shopping needs, Sarah, we all have shopping needs that come up from time to time. We sure do. I actually just got something that I purchased off of Amazon.com yesterday. Uh, well, and by, by whoa, Amazon.com, whoa. I mean by going to Fun Employment Radio and clicking on the Amazon link. I almost did it wrong, but uh, I, I did it correctly. Sarah, I'm very disappointed in mm-hmm. you because the best way to shop is clearly, yes, going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. That's the only safe way to shop. Nowadays, with the world being the way it is and the online shopping and the bandits that are out there, the best way to shop online is to go to Fun Employment Radio. The best way to shop is to just never leave your house unless you're going it's, to like it's true. Let me tell unless you, you're going to like Next Adventure or Asylum Next Adventure, or something. Yes, of course. But uh, let me just tell you that I have looked everywhere all around around town, all around these parts for my glasses for my Halloween costume, for my log lady costume. And I went to funemploymentradio.com, clicked on the Amazon link, was able to find the glasses swiftly and cheaply, and they were delivered to me, and they're perfect. Wow. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm really excited for as inexpensive and quickly they were delivered. Like, they're perfect. I'm so excited. Good. Well, I'm I'm very happy for you for that, and I'm very happy that you found your way to funemploymentradio.com to click on the Amazon. Yeah, everyone's asking That's how much enough. coffee you've had, because you keep saying that the coffee's watered down today, but I think that maybe Greg made a pot for himself before I got here and for the rest pot? of it, and then just uh, put, took like the rest of the grounds and made the rest of it I will me. never tell. I've maybe had a bit of coffee. But anyway, that doesn't explain what happened to me with the dream last night. So I I need to talk about this. And it's funny you mentioned log because that's actually part of it. So here's the deal. We've been talking about this on the show where I've had a lot of very strange dreams. Mm. You know, it's just I don't know why. And they're vivid and they usually last all night. And I remember them. And so, yeah, I want to know what makes this one different. So this one. I don't even know where to begin on this. Like, this is one of these things where it just started, uh, you know, when I fall asleep, it just started where it started. And I was, I was out in space. Okay, so in this dream, and I want some help here. I want some help from listeners to tell me what this means. Because the key is going to be the name. And that's, that's really the thing that I'm trying to figure out the most about. So I start, it started out when I was in space. And I was a, uh, I had a starship. 
that I was flying around, mm-hmm. you know, and while I was flying around the starship, I was going around planet to planet and I um, and would interact with people and I would go to like space stations and talk to people. This is all in my dream where it just seemed very, it was so vivid and so real. But the thing that was the one of the weirdest parts about it was, you know, I was interacting with all these people and I didn't know what their names were and I'd find out and I ended up hanging out with these other space people in this dream as I'm going to the different space stations. Like humans, but they were also fellow space They were all travelers. humans, yeah. This is all obviously stemming from the fact that you've said you've lived in Mar- that you'd live on Mars. Well, I, clearly I would live on Mars. Well, yeah. I know, and that's exactly I would what only, it is. I mean, I know they're looking for people right now that would want to go to Mars. I would only want to go, though, if I could be king, king of Mars. Yeah, and I that way I can run it. Happen. No, because that's the only way that it's going to be, I mean, that's going to be the best way to do it. You're going to have to have a king. Like it's 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 human nature. You gotta it's gonna happen where all these people go to Mars and they're gonna elect a king, you know, and then the king can rule over everybody. No, that guy with the name that sounds like a cologne. He's the one that's gonna be the king. <laughs> Elon Musk. Yeah, that guy. Elon. I don't think he's gonna go. He's gonna send everybody else there. He'll he'll sit there and just like collect riches. I don't think Elon Musk is gonna go there. How would he rule. collect riches if you guys are all stuck on Mars? Um, what riches is he gonna be collecting from you? I don't know. Yeah, it makes no sense. Ah, he'll figure it out though. Okay. He's a smart guy. I'm on Team Elon Musk, by the way. I'm I'm joining his thing. Although I still want to be King of Mars. He can be King of Earth. I'll I'll be King of Mars. We'll work it out somehow. It's being asked in the chat. Were you like Maul from Firefly? I didn't watch Firefly. I know that's like sacrilegious to say, uh, but no, I have not watched Firefly. I probably would enjoy it, but I, I'm not one of those people that's seen it. I haven't seen Firefly. Um, so. So more like a probably more like badger. I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure what he's referencing there or what what uh, Alex is referencing there. I'm sure uh, it's probably she, another firefly reference that you don't get. Yes, probably. Oh, that's what she's talking about. Okay. Um anyway, so I was out in space. I'm going to these space stations and I'm hanging out with people and I'm making kind of friends. And they ask me, "What's your name?" And this is when it got really specific. And this came out of my mouth in this dream. And I do not know where this is coming from. But I gave my name. And this is, this, it's so bizarre. And I know it because I read it in the dream. I read it like on my paperwork. My name in the dream, and I wrote this down when I woke up, was Luscious Lucius Logland. What? That was my name in the dream. I kid you not. I am not fucking with you. I'm not making this up. This was what my dream was. My name in the dream was Luscious Lucius Logland. How do you spell Lucius? Uh, Lucius. It's it's L U yeah L U C I O U S. Yeah, Luscious Lucius Logland. That was my name in the dream, and I don't know what it meant. Like so, I'm walking around. They're like, "All right, cool, Luscious Lucius." And then I went went and hung out with these people. And uh, yeah, as I flew around the, these these other space like systems, we got back on my ship. They all joined me on the ship. We took off and we went and hung out at a planet, and we're hanging out at these different places. And and that that was what everybody kept calling me was Luscious Lucius. And it was kind of a, it wasn't like a scary space like kind of dream. We were kind of having a party, and we would go to these different places and we'd have drinks and we'd hang out. And was then it kind of like my, in, uh... like my spaceship was kind of like a cruiser. So it was like we would cruise around, and there was like a bar in there. I figure that's like Guardians of the Galaxy, where they're all in like that. Maybe bar like scene. A more of a like Guardians of the Galaxy style. And as we were we were driving around, um, <laughs> we we 
you know, we would go to these different planets and we'd like park outside of it, like like park outside of a planet like Saturn and you'd sit there and there's a big viewing deck and we'd watch that and look at the planet and have some drinks and I'd hang out with everybody and then it'd be like, okay, it's time to go. The other key also in this is that I had a cape and the cape was pretty badass. I did like that. But yeah, this was this was what my dream was. It lasted all night long where I'm traveling around from, from you know, different, uh, different uh, planet to planet to different space station with this new cast of characters that I'm hanging out with and we're having drinks and we're partying. We're partying around space. What does that mean? I have no fucking And why clue. was the name so specific? So I'm looking at this. There is one Luscious Lucius that, that exists. Is there? But he's like a prankster. He's like a YouTube prankster who retired because one of his, he feels like one of his YouTube videos went too far. Really? There is a Luscious Lucius out there's, there. It's not Loglin though, but there's a Luscious Lucius. Okay. All right. So there's that. It's being asked in the chat, some some specific questions. And this is good because I need, do need some help. Uh, two people are noting it sound like uh, that I sound like a professional wrestler or a space wrestler. That's true. I do kind of oh sound like God. that. Uh, Nipples asked in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live for live subscribers who get to listen live and chime in. Were you a space vigilante? I don't think I was really a vigilante. You just sound like you were kind of lazy. I was just kind of like a party guy. I was a space like a party guy. Space like I was party driving guy. around with space parties. All right, uh, I was so I was looking at Luscious Lucius. Uh, he has, uh, or he they have a, a channel called Luscious Lucius Pranks with a Z. Really? And then the and the I can person, tell you, I've never heard of this before. So I this is like so I'm like, oh gosh, and like in the thing, it said like I feel like I've caused harm to someone by making this, you know, with the exception of myself. So I, I thought it was like maybe a serious video. No, what it is is some sort of video game. What? What's the craft world? I have different? no idea what that means. So I, I what Luscious Lucius is... You're is, playing there. It's, uh, it's freaking me out. Yeah, you know what? You freak everybody out all the time. Luscious Lucius pranks... Um, plays a lot of video game pranks, is what he says. Are, were you watching like YouTube videos on video game pranks because you were a 12-year-old? No, I would... No. Just categorically, no. Yeah. I was not. So... Um, but that's weird, though. Maybe this is something coming from from something I did see. So, does it have to do with like space or anything? Or, yeah. Do you know? Was it spelled the way that those were supposed to be spelled? Was it w- spelled weirdly? No. So it's spelled like luscious, luscious. Yeah. yeah. Not like L U S H I S. No, it was not spelled okay. like that. Um. Huh. No, it's spelled like L U C I U S. Yeah. That's Lucius. Yeah, that's how it was spelled. Luscious Lucius. Yeah, I, I'm it. not finding it Well, anywhere. dang it, I can't figure this out. Um, so no, it's, it is definitely not, I mean, not to my knowledge. Maybe you were abducted side. and that wasn't actually a dream, it was a memory. And that was know. the name that they gave you. It's being asked in the live chat, so you were Space Raver and Luscious Lucius was your Space Rave name. You know, Space Raver would probably be the closest <gasps> to describing what I was. I do have to ask, speaking of raves, with all the 90s stuff coming back, are mm-hmm. raves coming back? Uh, they were so big in the 90s. I, I didn't really go to the raves. I wasn't really the rave kind of guy. Well, I know, but everyone has like the flannel shirts and the chokers and everything. Flannel is, shirts weren't part of rave culture. No, I know. I'm I'm referencing 90s as a whole. Oh, okay. So I'm saying like that stuff is all made it like, you know, I wonder if the rave culture with all like the horrible bright colors and candy necklaces. No, and that would be like silver boots and silver, big floppy like 
leopard print hats. Yeah, and like silver shimmery shirts, and then you, uh, and then you have. Like I had glow so sticks. many silvery shimmery, uh, shimmery shirts. Pacifiers. It's being noted. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff for raves. I may, I like, may have gone to a rave at some point, but it was not my scene. It was wasn't my kind of thing. Yeah. No, just like dance clubs were not my kind of thing. I didn't fit in well there. Never really figured that out. The whole dance club scene. Well, I've never been a dance club person, but when you go to raves, it isn't like you're not. You do other things besides dancing. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. I mean, I know that. Yeah, you just, you just chat and make new friends. Right. I'm sure that's all that goes on mm-hmm. there. But I mean, even that. That's Drink not, a lot of water. <laughs> that's still not enough to make me want to go to one. Like, that's not going to do it for me. Oh, the uh, fucking whistles. Alex is, yeah, the whistles. Oh, there's always the whistle person. They just be running around, like, nonstop blowing their whistle. Yeah, that's why that wasn't my kind of scene. No. No, I, I I don't know. Maybe they're coming back. Maybe they're happening right now. I don't know anything about raves. Maybe there's a whole undercover rave scene that we just don't know about. There could be. There could be. But anyway, the dream, I don't know. I can't explain this. That's just what was going on. So maybe if somebody can give me some help on that, that would be awesome. And uh, and we can clear that up. Luscious, Luscious Lucius Logland. Logland. L-O-G-L-A-N-D. Luscious Lucius Logland. That's very weird. It's so strange. And I don't know. And I can't explain it. But that's why I need help. So we'll just leave it at that. Okay. Okay. All right. Should we do some World of Crazy? Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my World of Crazy. Crazy. Greg, do you remember a story that we loved a few months ago? What was that? Um, where there was a place that they were trying to name in the UK where they were going to name their new like $200 million boat. And oh, yeah. Bodie McBoatface? Bodie McBoatface. Yeah. You totally remember. Uh-huh. Which, of course, you know, the non-fun havers who were the ones who were in charge of naming it, even though Bodie McBoatface won by like a thousand percent. They're like, no, we're just well, going to go ahead and not call that's it. That's why you can't let the internet name things. Well, uh, construction has started full steam ahead, not on Bodie McBoatface, but now they're calling it the RRS Sir David Attenborough. All right. Instead of Bodie McBoatface, which with troop with which totally won. Yeah, it's pretty boring. Yeah, don't have a contest and then don't have the winner like don't name it after the winner. Well, yes, the construction for the RRS Sir David Attenborough has formally begun. Um, so the UK's 200 million pound research ship will cruise around the, uh, the polar regions to investigate the impacts of climate change uh, and that it has on the ocean. So even though they did ignore the fact that Bodie McBoatface won the titling for the boat, they are going to use that for a different thing. So they actually have a secondary... Uh, God, of course, my computer is freezing. Uh, so Bodie McBoatface did make it to the ship, however... On a smaller remote controlled autonomous submarine. Oh, okay, good. So they're calling the submarine Bodie McBoatface. And that's going to be the one that's going to be out exploring, mm-hmm. exploring like the climate changes and those kinds of things. All right, well, at least it's represented, but still, that should have been Bodie McBoatface for the entire thing. I know. So the, Why so, have a contest? I know, it's like you got attention. Your, the attention was warranted. Millions of people, like thousands of people voted. It's being noted in the live chat, too. That's a submarine, not a boat, which is true. That is it's an so, autonomous yeah. submarine. Not a boat. It doesn't even make any sense. No. That'd be Subby McSubface or something. That would be the right way to say that. Subby McSubface. Mm-hmm. That's exactly Subby it. Subby McSubface. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Um, Greg, I know that I don't usually deal with a lot of deaths in, um, in World of Crazy, but I did feel like it's necessary to mention this one. 
because it's kind of something that you dabble in from time to time, and I want to make sure you're safe. What? This has been making world news. Now, a British... You haven't checked my browser history, have you? No. Ew. Never. Gross. No. Ew. No. A British UFOologist and conspiracy theorist has been found dead just days after his mother... Uh, after he told his mother, excuse me, he t- texted his mother to, quote, investigate if anything happened to him. It's what do you mean investigate if anything happened to him? He said that he thought something so was going a to UFO, happen So he's a UFO, like him. how is he involved in the UFOs? Because I do a, dabble a bit. You're right. I do read up British, on He said he's a British, is it ufologist or ufologist? But those guys always think something's going to happen to them. Well, though. something did happen to this guy. His name's Max Spears. You guys are the same age, too. 39 years young. Was in Poland to discuss conspiracy theories and UFOs when he was found dead inside of his friend's apartment, according to reports. Investigators ruled that he died from natural causes, although he was a healthy young man. Hmm. What do you mean natural? What are they saying it is? So I'll tell you what happened. Spears apparently sent his mother a warning via text message a day before his death saying, your boy's in trouble, mom. If anything happens to me, investigate. Now, Spears lived in the United States for a few years, but most recently lived in the UK, according to his mother. Uh, his mother, Vanessa Bates, said she he was making a name for himself in the world of conspiracy theorists and been invited to speak at a conference in Poland. He was staying with a woman who he had not known for long, and she told me that she uh, came home and found him dead on the sofa. Uh, she said, however, I think that it's because Max has been digging into some dark places and somebody didn't want him to find what he was finding. According to reports, friends say that, uh, that this gentleman died vomiting a black liquid and then died. What? And they don't have any explanation for it. So there have been no results from the postmortem examination, and the mother's now questioning the investigation. She said all that she got was a death certificate from the Polish authorities, that it was from natural causes, but no postmortem was done, so how can they tell? So this has gained a lot of notoriety, and a lot of uh, conspiracy theorists are now trying to focus on getting the truth out. So hmm. both the doctor who examined Max and the police who came to the apartment left the body behind in spite of the fact that they believed that he had died. What what kind of officials do this? The entire circumstances are suspicious and every, they're trying to urge everyone to release the details about really, what really happened and call for an autopsy. So they're in the very early stages of the investigation right now. However, I mean, I don't know how Poland works. You know, yeah. maybe it's just like, yep, yeah, well, yep, he's dead. But you just like vomit black Got stuff. Got yourself a problem there. That's yeah. it. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know how it works over there. But... Seems that like is strange. I think we need some more some more evidence though of what's going on here. I'm not going to say it's not aliens, but it probably was aliens. I, see, I thought it was the people who were working for the aliens here on planet Earth uh-huh. who are trying to silence him because they know but they don't want him to tell cuz he's kind of being a mouthpiece, being conspiracy, uh, you know, right. being a conspiracy. Well, there's a lot of those guys. Yeah, but I mean like if he's getting too close and you know that he won't be able to you know, not talk about it or post about it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a case for Luscious Lucius Logwood to get on to. No. Has to do with aliens in space. Well, well Speaking other than Chad, he could be living in the Upside Down. That's another possibility, too. Oh, that could be it. Oh, that's true. All right, so there's a dead story. Now here's a happy story. A seven-year-old <laughs> boy is making news after he... By himself, raised more than $2,000 selling lemonade for over two years because he always wanted to buy himself a pony. 
and he was finally able to do so. How much lemonade did he sell? A seven-year-old kid bought his dream pony after raising more than $2,000 selling lemonade for two years. How much did he pay for costs? Well, this is at a Brisbane, Australia. A seven-year-old Australian boy who spent two years raising $2,285 by selling lemonade finally achieved his ultimate goal by getting his very own pony. How's he going to maintain that pony, though? Well, Juliana Kent, his mother, posted a video to Facebook showing her son, Sebastian, shedding tears of joy at his first meeting with his white pony, Tomboy, who was purchased after spending two years selling lemonade, all the while saving also his birthday tooth fairy and Christmas money. Wow. This kid really wants a pony. Like, since he was five, he knew he wanted a pony? That's pretty... That's pretty impressive. It's pretty dedicated. Uh, so that. the boy's parents said that Sebastian's lemonade became very popular amongst locals to the point where he started setting up stands at local events because everybody wanted to contribute to his fund since he was working to try and get his pony. Uh, so he would set up stands at local events and social gatherings. Uh, his mother said his lemonade became a hit and he had to uh, progress to bottling it before events so he could produce enough in advance the day before. Uh, people would donate lemons to him. Sometimes he would just pay, uh, he just get paid 20 cents a cup. Other times families would donate uh, $20 and even $100 to him to put toward his pony savings. So Sebastian's going to continue Wait, his lemonade. pony was only $2,000? I thought ponies were like a lot of money, like more than that. I really, on the pony scale, I have no clue Australian how much ponies are. Australian ponies are two grand. That's what it was for Sebast- young Sebastian Kent. What's he going to do with it now, though? What do you do with a pony? Thank you. You ride it around. Ride it around. That sounds expensive. How's he going to? Well, Sebastian Kent so now says he's going pony. to continue his lemonade business because he needs further funds to purchase a saddle and pay for Tomboy's veterinary care. Yeah. He said, uh, "I'm going to get back to my lemonade making to pay for that, but I'm very excited to have Tomboy." I don't know about this. What? He had a dream and he went for it. Yeah, but now he's got well. Tough now he's got kid. his dream. Tough lesson. I think it's a. I think it's going to be a tough lesson when he finds out that he can't afford it. An old tomboy starving away over there. If they're that of a close knit community and people are paying him a hundred dollars for a glass of lemonade, I'm pretty sure that they're not going to let him save up money for two years for a pony and then have it taken away. That would just be really awful. Maybe I should think of something I want, and then we'll. People will just buy it for me. What, and then we'll just take it away from you. Okay, sounds good. Finally, out of Japan, there's a new... Uh, we've all heard of speed dating. I've talked about this on the show. I've seen fancy... Speed dating. Speed have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Speed dating. So you, you know heard about how people do this? Thing. You gotta feel mouth or something. I don't know. Well, Japan has... Whatever happened to slow dating? All right, that's enough. Wow. Yeah. Japan has now created... Well, a company in Japan, not Japan as a whole. Unless they did. I don't know. A Japanese company has invented or created a speed dating firm... That forces users to look past the simple facial beauty features when choosing potential partners because they're all required to wear masks. Like an eyes wide shut dating service? Holy shit. I would have given anything to have you not do the eyes wide shut. I knew it. I mean, it's people with masks. And they're probably rich if they have them. I mean, those masks aren't cheap. Full on eyes wide shut dating service. All right, what is the name of this? Uh, so it's it doesn't say what it is. Let me see. Uh, so it says a Japanese dating company is enforcing a strict mask only rule <laughs> for its speed dating sessions and a bid for single folks to concentrate on their dates' personalities and not their faces. 
when you get to take off the mask? Or and do you? During you don't. love making. You never do. You never do. You just have to wear it forever. <sighs> Where do they meet? Like in a fancy hotel room? Hmm, okay, so it says, well, the mask should help daters uh, swayed by first impressions because they, in turn, are going to stop looking at their faces and instead <laughs> focus on the topics of the conversation. How many demonic spells each one of them knows? All right, so this is Kai Matsumura, head of Deaf Anniversary, I believe, I guess that's the name of it, uh, said, in order to achieve marriage, which, of course, you know, is, is the ultimate goal, uh, it is important to provide chances to know your partner's personality properly and value in the early stage of the relationship rather than start and get distracted by their outward appearance. Do they have, like, voice modulators, too, and stuff like that? Yes, they all sound like Bane. <laughs> Are you going to do it? I thought you were going to do it. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so dating businesses like these in Japan are a growing industry. Uh as the birth rate declines and less and less people are getting married, and there are a lot of single folks in Japan, so I'm just saying, if you're maybe looking for a partner in crime, maybe Japan's the way to go. A uh, survey also shows that nearly half of the people between ages 25 and 39 who were oh, interviewed, who were single, <laughs> said they <laughs> wanted the to get married, but they have, but they have not found that person yet because they have yet to meet. A marriage partner. So it's going to work that they're wearing a mask. Many participants <laughs> say wearing the mask boosts confidence. One particular gentleman said people come to this event looking for some someone with personality. So from the start, what I feel confident. What do the masks confident. look like? Is it like the Eyes Wide Show with a big, long, like, it pointy nose? I, found, I don't think it's that. I think it's probably like... Do they have to wear like, robes? It's probably like the surgical masks that they wear. Well, that covers like most of their face. Oh, you can still see enough, though, to tell if somebody's attractive. Not... I mean, you can't really see their nose and their mouth. Like, that's like wearing a... Whatever that is. I mean, if you're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So, 28-year-old Yasumasu Kishi said that after the three-hour speed dating event, he was very excited. And he said, being not judged by my appearance, I think I was able to be more outgoing with women. But you know there's going to be one person in there... That not only didn't get a date because they, because of their appearance, because they're wearing a mask, but still they get turned down. Of course, you would focus on that. I know. I'm just thinking that would suck. Like if I went to that thing, I'm like, all right, now nobody can see my hideous face, and then, then I like go through through it all, and they're like, oh, they don't like my personality either. Wow, Greg. I'm just saying that's there's somebody there that, that that's gonna be a horrible night for them. Oh my God! All right. Well, no, it's not. There's somebody for everybody. If well, there you want to find somebody or many there somebody. I'm just saying at or this event. Or know somebody's or whatever you want. Wow, Greg takes it down a notch. All well, right. I mean, I'm just saying for somebody, it's gonna. Be. There's your world of crazy. I didn't realize what time it was. All right. Oh, yeah, it is It is about mm-hmm. time. All right. Well, we've got our special guests who are going to be joining us mm-hmm. here momentarily. So uh, why don't we do this? Let's go ahead and and take a break. It's been yes, the jazz is possible to be ugly on both the inside and the out. Oh. Wow, Greg. I didn't. I'm just, I. it's a fair question. It, it was. Well, either way, I'm signing up. It's, that's one of those things that you like think inside of your head, but you don't say that out loud. Oh, whoops. No. 
Well, I mean, I, I, I uh, they that. have nothing to offer physically or mentally. For one person, that's gonna yeah, that's gonna be a that's gonna suck. Well, anyway, uh, I would definitely be into the eyes wide shut party. So uh, I'm dating oh, app. Will so you just let it I will go. sign up. Everybody drink every time here. Greg says eyes wide shut party. And we'll we'll deal with that when it as it as it comes around. I'm I'm down with it. Maybe we can have, that can be a whole theme for a fun employment. No, video it's absolutely not going to be. Anyway, um, all right, let's take a break because we do have our special guests who are going to be joining us here momentarily. So we'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. Hello, everyone. We are back here with Fun Employment Radio. Here we are. And we are joined right now with our special guests. And I'm just going to go one by one so people know the, the sultry voices to the appropriate person. Sultry, sultry I just used use sultry. I don't know why I just did that. Uh, all right, two, he does that with all of our guests, by the way. Right, it yeah. ladies everybody's, everybody's, no, everybody's sultry to me. Um, all right. So joining us to my right, we have Christina VK. Hello. Oh, see, that was good. Oh, that, was very that was a good sultry. sultry. That was a good sultry voice. And Jessa Reed. Uh, she brought all the sultry. <laughs> I don't know. You sound pretty damn sultry right now. Well, hello. Thank you for coming in today. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> How long is she going to keep now. that up? I don't know. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so you're back in Portland. It's been a while since you've been here, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. The last time I was here, uh, Christine Levine and I, we did the the pilot. We shot that in yeah, the mom. Oh, have, I, yeah. have I really not been back since then? Uh, no. Oh, so almost been. a year. Yeah, it's been a while. And I'm just in for four or five days. I did the Big Sky Comedy Festival. I'm a I saw you just coordinator on that. Yeah. Oh, so I was wow. like, oh, nice. I'll stop by Portland since it's close. Yeah, <laughs> uh, right. Since I haven't slept in a week, that'll be good. <laughs> Might as well nice ten-hour drive we'll in between in those. Yeah. Did you just go straight from the Big Sky Festival? Did that? Uh, yeah, Portland? I flew yesterday and just like ugly slept the whole way here. You know what I mean? Just like where you're sleeping way too hard. I slept right. on the plane and did the like Ugh, like waking up and freaking out the person next to me. Then I slept oh. in the airport and almost missed my flight. And they were like, uh, ma'am, are you going to get on the plane? And I was like, leave me alone. Oh, I always do that on planes. I do the freak out, like, spaz. Yeah, Yeah, jerk my arm up, hit somebody. I travel gross. I just don't say anything. I just go right back to sleep. I'm like, well, either they're going to say something or they're just going to be too nervous. And if I just go back to sleep, what are they going to do? Oh, the weird guy that's either sleeping or, like, flailing his limbs around? I'm that guy. I'm totally that guy. I am, too. I can't sleep at all. I'm always jealous whenever I see anyone sleeping on a plane. I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. I can't yeah. stay awake. Oh. Yeah. The guy no. on the way up was farting <laughs> like so bad. And there was a guy between us and it must have been the aisle guy. But the thing about farting on the airplane, it's so anonymous uh-huh. that like I had, I felt like I needed to make a big thing about how bad it smelled just so like he didn't think it was me. And I was like, oh, like putting my sweatshirt over my head. Like, well, this fart that's not mine is so gross. <laughs> and then, then it then totally looks like it's Yeah, you. that yeah. overcompensation. Yeah. Then you have to worry about that. <laughs> That, yeah, yeah, that's a tough call to yeah. make right Everyone's there. Everyone's talking about, like, did you see that chick back there? She yeah. totally farted. <laughs> 35 <laughs> times. I don't know what you guys are talking about. The last guy I sat next to proposed to me at the end of the flight. What? <laughs> we were drinking very heavily. Oh. <laughs> was it a serious proposal? Like, uh, did he think it at the time? Uh, you know, I I think to us it was serious at that moment. And by our connecting <laughs> flights, we had already parted ways. <laughs> <laughs> so about an average for your relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so everybody around you is watching you guys get wasted and then and slowly fall in love. Fall in love the and woman then... next to 
us had had a couple of bottles of uh, white wine. <laughs> she was from Minnesota, and she was like, oh, you kids are going to make beautiful babies. Can I be in your wedding? And she, to this day, still texts me. <laughs> oh, you exchanged phone numbers with the random people? That- <laughs> wow. Oh, I've done that. I don't even make I eye contact. Have. No. Mm-hmm. I'm I sleeping. Don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I don't because talk- you guys are sleepers. We're drinking and falling in love. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's the goals. difference. No, I don't want to talk to anybody on the plane, really. And that's what nope. it comes down to. I like to introduce I mean, myself in case like the plane glo- goes down, so I at least know yeah. like who I'm sitting next to. Yeah. No, see, then you formed an attachment. Like if there's an emergency situation, you like bu- you don't want to have any attachments. Yeah, there, you need I, to be you know? able to step over them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, Not they're me. just I anonymous people. Uh, I, I recently I'm realized that I want an ally. I want so if that plane's going down. I want somebody to cling to, and yeah, maybe climb over if exactly. necessary. Exactly. Maybe you're the person that's pinned underneath something, and you could be the asshole that was ignoring them the whole time. And be like, exactly. hey, I'm Sarah. Uh, and they'll try and pull you to safety. You think that's what's going to happen, though? Throw you down the slide. That's what I'm convinced is going to happen. That's <laughs> <laughs> only one way to find out. So <laughs> hopefully we don't have to. But um, so, so you guys have been out on the road, too, like for quite a bit. Yeah. I know. Well, I know you have, Jess. <laughs> but Christina, you were just on the road, too. Uh, I was traveling, yeah. yeah. I was uh, filming for a web series that I'm working on, and then uh, Jess and I did some some stuff on stages together in the yeah. same room. Yeah, stuff on stuff stages. On stages. <laughs> so filming for a web series and doing stuff on stages together. All right. <laughs> some things out loud. <laughs> she had this great set in Philly, and um, if you ever need your set filmed, do not hand me your phone. Because <laughs> she just murdered, and I was like, "Oh, she's gonna love this." I'm filming it the whole time, and then like right before she says, you know, right before she's done, I look, and I was like, "Isn't that dot supposed to be a square?" And so then I push it, and I just film her going, "I'm Xtina VK. Thank you very much." And I, <laughs> oh, oh no, yeah, that was one of my best videos. Actually, <laughs> did you post at least that five seconds? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good to keep some mystery. <laughs> yeah. Like your act. Yeah, like my entire act. <laughs> I want it to be a surprise. I don't know. Those people looked really happy at the end. I don't know what she said before that. But <laughs> well, Jesse, you, you live in Philly, don't you? Mm-hmm. How do you How do you like living there with your family and doing comedy? And I like that? it. I live outside in the suburbs. And mm. so um, I really like it. It's uh, I've lived on the East Coast and the West Coast back and forth most of my life. Mm. And so I'm a, a combination of West Coast and East Coast. Like, I move really fast. I like to have money. Like, that part didn't really <laughs> resonate with Portland. I want yeah. a car, you know. Um, but then I'm also kind of a hippie, and I like natural medicine and stuff. So I wish I could find, like, a, a Portland-Philly hybrid. But... Um, <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. It's fun. It's so different. Comedy is so different. I agree. There. I bet. Yeah. yeah. You're allowed. You get to say more stuff there. You can get away with more. <laughs> yeah. You can There's say whatever you want, which is weird. Yeah. yeah. They don't believe, like, I've told them about safe room shows and, like, trigger warnings and stuff. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> what? So that's only something that is, like, primarily existing on this coast. Um, I've heard of them in... Um, that's starting a bit in Chicago, It's too. starting a bit in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, everyone's getting, uh, there's just a shift in five years of Mm. people being more, like, sensitive um, is is happening kind of everywhere. But everyone's just so rough and tumble over there Mm. that, like, you know, it's a completely different dynamic. 
Do you change up what you do depending on where you're at? I only talk about myself. Yeah. So everything I do is uh, autobiographical. So the, yeah. the only thing I've ever... Um, you know, like I offend older people. I offend like any religious people just because I'm disgusting. But like, um, <laughs> you know, I don't, I only punch myself, so I don't punch out. You know, it's right. just, yeah. um, I have had, I have like material about um, issues with weight that I've had. And I like yo-yo the same like 30, 40 pounds and sometimes 100 pounds and throughout my life. And I've learned that I can't talk about it when I'm thin, even though I'm so temporarily thin. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, I'm literally going to gain this back before tonight, tomorrow night's show. Um, I found that that I've had people come up and be like, you know, I don't want to listen to a skinny person. I'm like, I'm not skinny. I'm on Atkins. <laughs> I won't be. I haven't had any bread. <laughs> I know. If I eat a crouton, this is over. I tried Atkins once, yeah, and I lost like a ton of weight. Yeah, until you and eat. Then, yeah, yeah and, then, oh, and then I ate a sandwich and it was yeah. just gone. I'm like, I don't even know what Atkins is. What oh my is God, you can just eat meat, cheese, and eggs, but you can eat like pounds of hamburger with like cheese over top of it and just drop weight. You can eat wow, bacon, really? pepperoni, like anything unhealthy. Yeah. Oh. But you just don't eat bread it's or like vegetables. It's like sugar-free though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, no yeah. bread, no, no, no strawberries. No fruit, no, fruit no vegetables. Man. You know, super wow. healthy. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's good for you in a number of ways. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it burns that right off. Yeah. And I bet. I remember I was going back to visit uh, after I graduated from college, and I hadn't been back in a couple of years, and I did the Adkins thing for like two weeks and lost like 15 pounds. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and then gained it all back that weekend. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened. I did it so many times that my hair fell out. Like, what? Really? Like, of my hair fell out, and that was the last time I did it. Why do people do that? I don't ever diet. I have no idea why people do anything like that. I like, uh, I was going on a cruise and needed yeah. to lose 30 pounds and like all year was like, I should lose that weight. I should lose that weight. I should lose that weight. <laughs> so, oh no, the cruise is in three weeks. Atkins! You know. <laughs> so so you lost like, the weight and the hair. Yeah. So it's like meth for like the dieting world, basically. It's like, yeah. do it real quick and, and you'll lose oh, it yeah, all. Math like, is also yeah. that. Yeah, meth does that too. Right I guess meth through. does that also. So might as well go that route. Well, there's nothing really sticking to anything. In yeah. I mean, all you're eating is just like a bunch of grease and yeah. Deliciousness. Damn. Yeah. It All is right. the tastiest. Like, you don't even feel like you're restricted from anything. <laughs> I remember um, just making pizzas just with cheese and pepperoni, just mm-hmm. a big old cheese patty with pepperoni in it. I just carried a pounder of pepperoni <laughs> in my <laughs> and I would just be like, mountain through pepperoni and cheese. Don't mind me, and I'm on a diet. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> this is part of my diet. <laughs> and now I'm starving. <laughs> Well, okay, so you, you're you in town here. Tomorrow, there is the big show. At a healthy yes. weight with all of her hair. Yes. With, well, mm-hmm. as far as I know. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to judge you. It never came back. Yeah. My oh. hair was super, super thick. It never came back. Well, I mean, you have it now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have. I didn't lose all of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. It just didn't come back. I lost 30 sick. pounds. Most of it was hair. <laughs> But tomorrow night at the Funhouse Lounge, we have you have your show. Yes, it's going to be happening. Yes, it's going to be awesome. Yes, it's going to be both of you, uh, Sean Connery, who I've never met, but his name. Yeah, yes, uh, we met him once um, because we did a, but it was a group show thing we did. Okay, that uh, game show that we were on together. Oh, with there like ten other people. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right, yep. All right, Portland's resident angry old man comic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jeremiah Coughlin is hosting. Awesome, nice, hilarious, and fun. And um, we just added Alex Rios and Becky Bronstein. Nice. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Becky was at the festival. She just crushed at Big Sky Festival. Really? Was it in Missoula or... 
Billings. Billings. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. How big is that festival? It's getting huge. So I was there as a comic in 2014, and uh, it's like camp for comedians. It's Mm. the most... They take you to do fun activities all day. You're with the industry, like, hanging out. And then um, this year we added a few showcase shows, but usually... Well, so by the end of 2014, I was like, I have to come back here. Like, I have to come to this every year. So mm. I was like, you guys need a social media person. And I'm like, super funny on social <laughs> media. And they were like, okay. And then they had um, let their coordinator go. They'd had a new coordinator every year. I think that 2014 was their third year. And so they were like, do you want to be the coordinator? Because for uh, Augie Smith, I worked for Augie Smith mm-hmm. for like five years. And he's affiliated with that festival. So Okay. Um, they said, do you want to try coordinating? And so uh, this was my second year as a coordinator. I was um, there last year, too. And so... So what's the coordinator? Is that like a comedian wrangler, kind of? like? No. It's, uh, <laughs> you've got, it's like four, four guys. Um, you got the director, the producer, uh, and two talent coordinators. Mm-hmm. And then they all just, like, kind of have their stuff. And then you need one person that, like, holds it all together and holds all the information and puts it in order and stuff like that. And so that's me. Wow. That sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially because then once every, you know, and I'm the only one that doesn't drink. So uh, <laughs> everyone else starts to get hammered. Uh, and it's I'll like, wait that. a second. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> so the first year I kind of just was like, let you know, what do I do? Okay, okay. And then this year I was like, no, this is what we're doing. Here's what we go you know here give me this you do this we go here you know and it's oh it's so fun though and um we had just the most amazing lineup of comics this year just so crazy good and um you know we take them to the trampoline park bowling um shooting activities Shooting? You take them like shooting? Guns? Shooting, yeah. So, which is super you funny. Guns you just got gun, like comics from <laughs> LA, like super <laughs> liberal <laughs> comics. <in there. laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Like in Billings, that just seems, I mean, I've been to Montana, like Missoula, but never to Billings. That that seems like it's a probably a place that doesn't get a lot of comedy that comes to it. Um, or is that changing? The guys who put together, different? the guys that founded Big Sky, I believe they bring all of the comedy into that area. Yeah. And uh, they get great comics coming in. But, the, really you know, cool. the people. People, like love it like the audiences are amazing um the finals are at a theater that holds like 650 and nice. i think we were really close to selling out um if we didn't sell out um wow. and the industry like they bring in the best industry it's like the casting guy for nbc cbs the guy that books the tonight show mm-hmm. like serious industry comedy central and um, they make it to where you're hanging out, like the comics are hanging out. So you're like friends with these people by the end of it. So some comedy festivals you go to and the industry, who knows who they are, and they're back at a table. You never have any contact with them. You're on your own all day. This festival pays for your um, hotel and all your food. Wow. Very yeah, cool. You fly yourself there and you don't pay for anything else while you're there. It's crazy. It's, it's amazing. That's really cool. Wow. I, now I kind of want to go to the Big Sky. Yeah. <laughs> to watch it. Not yeah. To yeah. Right. No, to watch. But that's great. Well, um, tomorrow night, Funhouse Lounge, where can people go to get tickets? What's the best uh, way? It's at Brown Paper Tickets, uh, or you can buy tickets at the door. It's $10 if you buy in advance and 12 at the door. So get them in advance. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, and go watch some amazing that. comedy. Don't watch don't watch that thing that's happening tomorrow night. You don't need to see you that. You can DVR that. You yeah. can DVR that shit. Yeah. Go get you the know, best of it on Facebook. <laughs> I'm sure that it'll, we'll have it on until we start, and, like, you know, maybe, like, I don't know how long it lasts. Maybe Is there a show after? There's nothing after, right? Uh, it's from it's, so. it's an hour and a half, so it's, like, 6 to 7.30. Yeah, you'll get all the recaps about everything from us anyway, so it's yeah. probably best to see it in a positive <laughs> and comedic light than watch it alone in your room crying about what's <laughs> happened to our country. <laughs> I think that's all. Come to the Funhouse Lounge instead. Cry together and then laugh. Exactly. No crying, just laughter. (laughs) All right, well, Jessa, thank you so much. Where can people go to find out more about you, like uh, like follow you online? or Facebook is where I do my best work. I do like the obligatory Twitter every once in a while, but I don't like anyone telling me and how many characters. You are like a master <laughs> of social media. Like you'll post some stuff and then I'll see all of a sudden it has like, you know, 2,000 shares. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at uh, Facebook. I think you paid. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you do the Facebook real good. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for coming in. And Thanks for having us. Go yeah. get your tickets. Get your tickets to see them at go. Funhouse Lounge yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Paper tickets. Jessa Reed at Funhouse Lounge. That's, I just <laughs> yeah. wrote a jingle. It was a sultry-ish way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> I, we abandoned the sultry thing long ago. Please just I had to bring it back before we left. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There we go. Jess Reed and Christina VK right here on Fun Employment Radio joining us. Um, they are awesome. So I really go am check such a fan show. of Jessa. Well, yeah. and, and Christina as well, but I mean, Jessa's rarely in town and she is goddamn hilarious. She is very, very funny. Yeah. So uh, go see both of them at the Funhouse Lounge tomorrow night. Um, all right. I think that's probably about it for today. I think we've done the Lord's work. Uh, I really want somebody to tell me what that dream means. If you can please send me an interpretation of that. Luscious Lucius Logland. Or even what you think that would look like. That would be funny. That would be interesting to see what that is. No, I'm just trying to. I actually was just dazing out for a second, thinking about what Luscious Lucius Logland. I don't know what it means. And then I was thinking of Guardians of the Galaxy, and then I was thinking of Groot because he's kind of a tree, and Logland kind of sounds like a tree. And then I was like, but Greg isn't really tall. This is all that was going on in my mind right now. As you but I have a cape. It. I have a cape in but a dream. But you have a cape. That's one of the most important features. So I picture features. more of like a stubby log than a tree. Oh. With like little so I'm a stubby arms. log with a cape. Arms. With big luscious lips. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Eat Food Already, the podcast, and Guys into Balls, the podcast. Both of those right here on the Fun Employment Radio podcasts, Network. Greg. They are both on podcasts. our podcast network. That's so crazy. Well, I figured I, I wanted to explain that if I say guys and balls, it doesn't really make sense guys unless I explain it is a podcast. All right, thanks so much, everybody. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. Bye, friends. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>